And ladies and gentlemen, we are back with the All Gas No Break Sports Show. I am one of your co-hosts, Nick Bavona, joined alongside Andrew Johnson and Grayson Sheepy G. Marino. And guys, I say it every week, we usually have a crazy week when it comes to college football. I think this one topped it all. Some crazy upsets, some new movement now in the college football playoffs. Paul, and now we got to wonder who is going to make the playoffs at the end of the season after this crazy weekend we just had. We had absolutely so many upsets this week. A lot of games that nobody saw coming. A couple of, I, want, I don't want to say predictable upsets, but upsets you could have seen happening at the end of the week. A lot of shakeup in the top 10 and even outside the top 10 as well. A lot of teams, unfortunately, drop, dropping out of the top 20 and a lot of their seasons may be over. But for the top 10, the, uh, there's new life. And I'm excited to see what's going to happen these next couple of weeks. Yeah, I mean, with the, the shakeup that we had in the poll now, you know, obviously not much at the, you know, shakeup in the top three, but obviously from four on, a lot of craziness happens. It now really, you know, begs the question who are really going to be those top four teams at the end of the season? Still a lot of football left in the season. We're only going into week 10 this upcoming weekend. So still a lot to go and still conference championship week. So anything is still going on and a lot of chaos can still endure. But I mean, let's yeah, go for it, John. Go for it. Yeah, let's get into this. Uh, Let's start off with an absolute slobber knocker of of a game. LSU stunning Alabama in overtime. I couldn't believe we saw this game live. We were watching it. Well, I shouldn't say live. We were watching it. uh, I should say we should. I should say live. We were watching it together in person, and then all of a sudden, you know, going punch for punch, and at the very end, LSU just pulls off an absolute the upset of the year. May I say? Uh, I think we have a game that we're going to talk about in a little bit that I think is a bigger upset. Yeah, again, that. we kind of saw it in a sense that it could have happened, but I still didn't have I didn't have too much faith that, that it would happen. This game, I gotta say, I said Alabama last week was going to blow them out. I didn't think LSU had a chance because I think Alabama knew that if they lost this game, they're pretty much out of the playoffs. They need to keep this win and keep you know maintain track in the SEC West, but. That didn't happen in this game, and you got to give LSU some credit. They held Alabama really in check in the first half, holding them to six points offensively. I mean, when you could do that against a top team like Alabama's offense, that's saying something really much about this great LSU defense that they played in this game. And we've seen LSU already get blown out this season by a team like Tennessee. So that's why I was a little bit concerned with them going into this game against a really high-octane offense like Alabama. Now, to Alabama's credit, in the second half, they played a lot better than they did in the first half. But you saw in this game, Bryce Young just didn't seem, you know, that accurate in the first half. Got a little bit better in the second half. Had a crazy touchdown late in the fourth quarter to put Alabama on top. But again, LSU, thanks to the heroics of Jaden Daniels, they stun Alabama in overtime, 32 to 20, 32 to 31, excuse me. They get a big jump now in the college football playoff poll. We'll get into that a little bit later on. But for Alabama, this essentially pretty much knocks them out of any chance to make the college football playoff this year. Yeah, I mean, Bryce Young was borderline pitiful. Uh, I mean, yeah, he had 328 yards, but the guy threw the ball 51 times, only completed 25, threw a pick, only had a touchdown. And the pick was a really bad one, too. It was awful. In the red zone, too. Not a good one. You got to do better than that. I'm sorry. Um, But, you know. LSU's a damn good football team. Uh, LSU could be sneaky. We'll see. It's early. Now, Still, I do in wanna, my opinion. 
I do want to touch upon a couple things here. One, I think Bryce Young has played himself out of a Heisman this year, which oh, 100%. is really a shame to say this because I'm a big fan of Bryce Young, big believer in him. And feasible. it's hard to see. It's really tough to watch. You know, maybe he was never the same since the injury, but uh, he just really played himself out of a Heisman. It's really a shame to see. There's a lot of good quarterbacks and a lot of good players playing themselves out of a Heisman. So I think that's going to be really interesting to, to watch as well. Uh, but going into further into this game, Brian Kelly finally getting his signature win versus Alabama. Yeah, um, I'm, you're right. I mean, every Notre Dame fan has been complaining for years that this guy could not perform when it mattered, and he went to an SEC's team in LSU, and immediately year one hits the ground running. Well, in his defense, though, he actually finally has a quarterback. That is true. I mean, if you look at his quarterbacks, when he was at Notre Dame, which is his own fault, he didn't recruit one. But, you know, Daniels is just. No, he's a really good quarterback. He would be he's, a really good quarterback. He's a great dual threat. He is so much better than any other quarterback that Notre Dame ever had. And this defense is just full of dogs. They don't go away. I mean, like I said, earlier in the season, LSU's defense was really struggling. Had some a really tough loss in Week One against Florida State. They, you know, got back to winning some big games. They beat up Florida. Then they had a game against Tennessee, and they looked absolutely flat in that game. Gave up forty points and lost forty to thirteen. That's why coming into this game, I thought, you know what, that Alabama put, you know, went punch, you know, back and forth with Tennessee. I didn't think LSU really much had a chance. The only reason that they had a slight chance would be the home, you know, home crowd factor into the game. And that's exactly really riskly what happened in this game. LSU, you know, they give the credit to their fans. They came out, they show support to the team, and they get, as Johnson said, the biggest win in Brian Kelly's tenure already at LSU. I mean, this, it might be the biggest win of his career. It might be. You're right. I mean, this is definitely something to look back onto. And for recruiting purposes, I mean, this is going to be huge for this program. Now they move up in the college football playoff. They could realistically sneak into the playoff if some if some things happen down the line this season. I believe right now they're in line to be playing in the SEC championship. So they have a really, really good shot of, you know, breaking up a lot of people's, you know, pre preseason, you know, playoff predictions that everyone thought was going to happen. Well, I think everyone's bracket is now busted with Alabama. I'm pretty sure 95% of the country had Alabama in the college football playoffs. And for the first time in a couple of years, college football playoffs without Alabama is going to look a little strange. Fantastic. Fuck Bama. Well, well, you I'm not a big fan of Alabama either, but it's going to be this is going to be interesting because I think Nick Saban's getting up there in age. You don't know how much longer he's going to be coaching, and if he, le- I don't want to say the program is in disarray by any means whatsoever, but if he doesn't leave it in tip-top shape, meaning the national championship form, let's say he stays for another couple of years and they don't win a national championship, what would happen to Alabama going forward uh, without Nick Saban? I think that's really another storyline that depends on who they hire. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be another storyline that's going to begin to develop. It's obviously we're not going to know now. For all we know, LSU loses two games and Alabama's back in the uh, back in the SEC championship and they beat Georgia. But as of today, um, it, it seems pretty unlikely that uh, Alabama makes the SEC, SEC championship and does not make the uh, college football playoffs. Yeah, it would take a lot of chaos for Alabama to even get back there, but it looks very slim to none for them to even have a chance. But speaking of a team that got their so-called bracket busted, and looks like they might not be going into this year's college football playoff. Clemson going on the road to South Bend, Indiana, to take on the Fighting Irish in Notre Dame. And it's not like this game was close. 
This was an absolute blowout in favor of the Irish. They pull off a monster upset, beating Clemson 35-14, to and they did it with great defense. They held Clemson's offense to 14 points. Clemson didn't get a touchdown until late in the fourth quarter, so a great job by this Notre Dame fighting Irish defense. They were able to run the ball very effectively as well. As a team, they ran for 263 yards. I saw it last week when they played Syracuse. They ran the ball really effectively in that game. They did the same game plan in this game, and they did it perfectly against a Clemson defense that has been pretty good this season. Up and you know, up and down, up and down, but they've been really good against the run. They didn't look like that in this game. And Clemson, they really have a quarterback controversy because DJ Ugalele, not good in this game at all. He has been really struggling this last couple of weeks. And for, for Clemson, now they fall in the college football playoff. They realistically have the same odds as Alabama. Pretty much slim to none. They're going to need a lot of chaos to happen in order for them to get back into the playoff conversation. They obviously have a chance to win the ACC championship game, which they most likely will face North Carolina in that game. But at the end of the day, Clemson, they lose a big game that was probably the biggest game left on schedule. Pretty much cupcakes for them the rest of the season. But this one, not a good way to go out. And now they fall on the polls. Well, I mean, what do you expect? The ACC is a joke of a conference. It's actually probably the worst in college football. Um, uh, the Pac-12 like two. No, the Pac-12 like is right now is definitely better than the ACC. Mm, Big Twelve. The Big Twelve, at least TCU, is somewhat competitive still. I mean, oh, sure. No. You, that, I mean, you got one. You got Look, one. You got one horse in the race in TCU. Okay. But at the same time, in my opinion, the Big Twelve has just been beating the shit out of each other. The ACC is just full of bums. So. Like, so I don't want to get too far into this, anyway. uh, but I do want to be vindicated because I said Clemson would get steamrolled by Notre Dame last week. I want the record to show that I had no faith in Clemson. My logic being they played a bunch of close games didn't have a signature win. They were kind of riding on the wave of their past success, and I just wasn't buying it. And I do want to say I am vindicated. Now, if I did bet on this, I'd, I would be a hell of a, uh, a hell of a bet. I unfortunately do not take my own betting advice. That's why I uh, that's why I usually lose my bets. I just go against what I'm actually thinking. I just go with my gut. So um, this was just a pathetic performance by Clemson. Uh, so Dabo really is starting to get a. Uh, I he wouldn't just, say he's on the hot seat, but like at, the, at some point though, somebody's got to no. get no. So he's not on. on the hot seat whatsoever. No, he's not. But somebody really has to start getting a shakeup somewhere in this program. Either it's coordinators well, it's, or something. Because well, remember you know they what? lost coordinators in the remember they yeah. lost their DC I, I in the offseason. I think maybe season. Clemson going Which, to another conference would be the best shakeup they uh they need. There has been rumors they could go to the SEC, but yeah. But Nick, at the same time, if that's You're, what it really takes for your team to be competent. Yeah, but you ain't you ain't firing Dabble Sweeney. He's won multiple uh, national championships. No, uh, I just not if he has another year like if he no, ends up losing no, another no. game or two no and he has a bad start to next year I don't know man uh, all right twelve minutes in we already got a sheep take so it didn't take too long look I've never been sold on Dabo Sweeney you could I, be you can't be you could be either be sold on him or not but he's won national championships at the program so there's no reason you should fire him I mean. I they had a bad season last year. They're back. I mean, listen, they they they've been very shaky this season, but they're still a top ten team at the end of the day, and they're most likely going to be the favorite to win the ACC championship game. That's North Carolina, again, but you're still winning a Power Five championship. I mean, 
I, I guess. And that's and that's one and that's one of your school goals at the end of the day to win a conference championship. No, at Clemson, it's not to win a conference championship. But that's I said one of them. I didn't say it's the and only have, one. If you really sit there and think about it, they really haven't been close. Yes, Trevor because Lawrence, of even, their quarterback even play. With, but even when they had Trevor Lawrence, they found ways to lose games. Yes, but you need they need a quarterback desperately because right now oh, DJ no, Ugalele no. is not putting them in a winning position. Oh, 100% agree with that. I cannot fight that at all. But I'm just saying if you look since what what he won a national championship with Deshaun Watson, right? That was yep. their last one. That was his only one. Correct? Uh, they only won one national championship. I could have swore you won one with Trevor Lawrence. No, I thought they lost both. No, they definitely won one with Trevor Lawrence. They won. He's won two. He's won two. He has won two. Okay, he's won two. He got two national championships: one in twenty sixteen and one twenty eighteen. Yeah, he won oh, with Trevor Lawrence. Oh, I forgot. I'm, that's my fault. I, I don't know why I have twenty. Yeah, they stopped. That, they stopped. They stopped Alabama. That's that's when. Oh yes, yes two was full season of starter, and they got uh, uh, yeah. they got stopped. <laughs> Bum. Um, I'm joking. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just not really sold on Sweeney as a as staying with that program much longer. If I had a hat, I'd throw it on the field and say that's a big cap. But nonetheless, either way, Notre Dame gets a monster win, biggest win in Marcus Freeman's tenure now at Notre Dame. They're now into the, the uh, not the AP, excuse me, the college football playoff poll. They first time they've been there this season. They haven't been ranked since that up, you know, that embarrassing loss to Marshall earlier in the season. But now Notre Dame's starting to pick up a lot of momentum and they can still cause more chaos. They play USC still later on the season. So they could still prove to be a really big, scary team down the, down the stretch of the season. So they're playing to. Uh, they're playing to spoiler. They're playing yeah. spoiler. Yeah, they're playing to spoil of a people's uh, of a team season. I think they're going to go beat USC in, a co- in the coming weeks too. But that's uh, that's besides the point. Yeah. But let's get on to the next game in the year, and it was the biggest game going into the weekend. I mean, you had the number one team in the country, Tennessee, going into Athens, Georgia, to take on number three Georgia, and. Let's just let's just face facts, boys. This was a statement win for Georgia. Once again, proving that they're the dominant team of not only the SEC but of all of college football. They embarrass Tennessee, holding them to 13 points in this game. And this is a Tennessee offense that was averaging 40 points a game. They could not do anything in this game. Hendon Hooker looked very strugglish in this one. Threw an interception. Did not have a single passing touchdown. So Georgia did a great job containing this high octane offense of Tennessee. Winning this one 27 to 13. Bennett did a great job. Two touchdown passes, also ran in for one. Georgia now goes to number one in the college football playoff poll. Tennessee is still lurking around there. We'll get a little bit more into that. But for Tennessee, this is a kind of a wake up call if you think about it. You know, you had you had the greatest highs of the year with the ba- the Bama win, the win at LSU. This is something to look back on and say, listen, we've lost to this team. Now we can try to, you know. Look back on it and say, all right, if we get another chance at them down the line in potentially the college football playoff, we could definitely pick up on some things and try to fix everything that happened that went wrong in this one. But great win for Georgia. They just are really the dominant dog. I mean, we all knew that. I mean, Georgia, Georgia's been a beast. They will continue 
to be the best team in college football. They have a solid quarterback, and their defense is just unbelievable. Um, yeah, I will This is this is going to be a tough game for Tennessee, no matter what. Um, going on the road, huge. Athens is a unbelievable atmosphere. When and you and you saw in that game, they had so many false star penalties, and that was yeah, really killing them at the end of the day. That yeah, was they, a they monster blow to keep them. Anything together because that that fan base is just rowdy. I mean, what the? How many? They had was this nine penalties for fifty-five yards. Yeah, yeah. Like, I I don't even think this was really that big of a blowout. When you add the fact that, like, you know, they were on the road, um, and I mean, Georgia is just a really good football team. I think this is a respect, a really respectable loss. Um, Hooker didn't play his best, obviously. They did what I've been preaching for teams to do and stop Jalen Hyatt at least a little bit. You know, I, I think Tennessee's still a really dangerous team. Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, they're still they're still lurking around the in the playoff poll. Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're going to be definitely one of those at large bits. As long as they keep pace and they finish the season eleven and one, they're going to have a, for sure a case to make to make the college football playoff this year. Agreed. It's just, it's, you'd like them to put up a little bit more of a fight, but you know what? Like at the end of the day, this team has just been playing such good football recently. Like, yeah. I mean, like I said, it's something, it's something they laid an egg, it's a wake up call. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they laid an egg, you know? Yeah. They scored a touchdown kind of a garbage time, but yeah. Hey, look, points are points. Not when you're betting on the game. (laughs) Oh, well, yeah. Don't get me wrong. They killed me. I had them. I, yeah, I think most of the country had them plus eight or nine, whatever it was. I had my plus nine and a half. Yeah. I thought this was going to be a touchdown game for Tennessee. We, no, I don't think anyone expected this large of a blowout, but we do want to give Tennessee, we, we have to give them props for their season so far. It's an absolute historic season in Tennessee. Probably the be- one of the better Tennessee better, seasons. Their best season uh, since, since Peyton Manning. Yeah, I was going to say 20 years. I was, I was going to say since. I was gonna say they since, did nothing Peyton, with that Josh Dobbs year. I know they didn't, but I mean, on paper, they're not gonna do anything this year either. They're probably gonna, they might finish at six or seven. No, you know? they could definitely make the college football no, playoffs. Though they have a, they still can. They still they can. have a reasonable chase. You gotta think about it. Remember, TCU loses this weekend; they're probably going right back to four. Which is, it's so crazy because the Pac-12 and the Big 12 are so volatile. That it's realistically that Ole Miss and Tennessee could both sneak into the top seven. Just because, uh, well, I Ole Miss. Say Ole Miss. I well, I mean, Alabama's a little bit ahead. Ole Miss but. could sneak into the beat Bama this week. That yeah. I, you could see it, but yeah. But yeah, but it's so volatile that Tennessee could really still be there, which is crazy to me. But yeah, listen, it wouldn't be the first time an at-large team like in the SEC would make the college football playoff because you only have one or two conference championships, and you're looking for that third team, and you're saying to yourself, well. Can I realistically put a two-loss conference championship team in before a one-loss non-conference champion yeah. team like a Tennessee or years past like Alabama? No, you usually put the at-large team in before the two-loss conference champion. Yeah, it's just it's um it's tough. It, we're going to see what, how it plays out the rest of the year. Um, I would definitely lean more towards the fact of Tennessee getting in. 
than not. Um, I mean, it, it really kind of comes down to the Michigan-Ohio State game. Yeah. If one of those teams gets blown out, like, that's it. Well, here's the thing for that game. The problem for those two teams is their resume on paper has not is not really good compared no. to Tennessee. Because right. realistically, what is Ohio State and Michigan's best win this season? The Penn State game, probably, for both of them. Ohio State did beat Notre Dame at the time. They were they were ranked, but the way Notre Dame played after that wasn't good. Now, credit to now, Notre Dame is getting a lot better. So, it kind of helps Ohio State in a sense. So, realistically, Tennessee, I think, is still in a great spot. Because Ohio State and Michigan, there's going to be a loser in that game no matter what. Um, For me, I... I'm going to talk about it later in the show. TCU is very, very strange to me. I feel like they one week look like a dominant team, and then the next week they are very shaky, and they win by a last-second touchdown. So I don't know what they are still yet. Um, but obviously, if they run the table, if they finish undefeated and win the Big 12 championship, they're 100% going to make the college football playoff. Agreed. I mean, and if that's the case, then you're running Georgia, Ohio State, or Michigan. TCU and then one of Tennessee or Oregon. Yeah, it depends if Oregon wins the Pac-12 championship. Yeah, if Oregon can win the Pac-12, I, I don't know. Tennessee's got such a good resume that I don't know if I'd how I'd fucking judge that. To be it's honest. it's like I said. There's still a lot of it's we're only going into week ten. There's still a lot of time left to yeah, decide who's going to be those top four teams and. Usually during conference championship week is when the chaos really happens because that is the biggest week of the season. But I digress. Let's go into some of the Big 12 action that we had this week. Obviously, we talked about TCU. They hang down to beat Texas Tech in that game. But let's talk about their opponent for this upcoming weekend, the Texas Longhorns. A big-time road win going into Madison and beating Kansas State 34-27. to And, guys, he just continue- this guy just continues to prove that he's the best college football running back right now in the game. Bijan Robinson, 30 carries, 209 yards, and a touchdown. He is an absolute beast. Any NFL team right now that's looking for a running back, you got your eyes glued onto him because he is a monster for this Longhorns team. Texas almost did choke in this game once again. We've seen that a lot this season with them, but they were able to hold on and get a big-time win. They keep themselves alive in the Big 12 title race as they try to catch a team like TCU and potentially play them in the Big 12 championship. They'll have a chance this upcoming weekend with the Horn Frogs, but like I said, monster win for Texas. Probably the biggest win of the season up to date. Can they keep the momentum going this upcoming weekend? Um, Texas continuing to be Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's actually really fucking annoying. Like, I can't stand this this rate. Can they just pick what team they want to be? Man, a lot of Texas fans are really wishing they had a time machine so they could put Arch Manning on the team with... Uh... With B. John Robinson. I think every Texas fan in America would kill for that right now. You would have to pray to God B. John Robinson will come back for one more year next year. But I, he's not. the he's way not. he and is not this season, he has, to, he has to go to the NFL draft. I, he's a junior. He's, he, he's been a monster for Texas. He will definitely be a first-round draft pick. An NFL team would be stupid not to take him in the first round. He might go top 15, honestly. Eh. I... Like, I, I He's, you know, you know what it is. Running back, so. No, I know, but there's so many big, glaring needs for teams like in the top 15 that a running back can, is not going to fix your culture. That that's the problem. The Giants did. Yeah, look, look what happened to the Giants in the last couple of years. It only the took Giants up until this at one point. 
When the hell did the Rams do it? With Gurley? Gurley and Todd Yeah, I guess. I mean, I'm attribute look, that more to coaching than uh, yeah. than Todd Oh, Gurley. yeah, 100%. Like I'm saying, if Bijan Robinson fell to the end of the first round, a team like Buffalo got wrapped him. Oh I mean, God. I mean, good lord, that, that would not well, be fair. I mean, we'll we'll see what what's wrong with you know Josh Allen's elbow first. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll talk about Buffalo. You know, when our NFL discussion comes up. But like I said, Texas gets a win. They got a big game coming up this week against TCU. They could really play major spoiler, considering TCU now is making that push towards the college football playoff. And like I said, Texas right now stands at number two in the Big 12 championship standings. So they would right now play TCU in the Big 12 title. But a win would certainly solidify their place in that game, considering that they're currently tied with teams like Baylor and this Kansas State team. I'd love to know how West Virginia beat Baylor. (laughs) Your guess is as good as mine. (laughs) I I don't get it. I just don't, man. Yeah. (laughs) Like... Baylor easily could be way more competitive this season. Instead, they're, I don't know. I well, just, I don't know. let's talk about this next Kings. I know Johnson is going to be a nabber to talk about this one. And I know he's been probably waiting all, I think he's been waiting all day to hear talk about this. The Kansas Jayhawks finally getting that sixth win of the season. And not only did they get this win, they annihilate Oklahoma State. 37 to 16. The Jayhawks are bowl eligible for the first time since 2008. A monster win for this program. Get a great game from Jason Bean. He was a monster. But how about Devin Neal with 224 yards rushing? And they forced three interceptions on the Oklahoma State offense. Monster win for Kansas. They're bowl eligible. Johnson, I know you want to get into it, so let's get into it. I mean, what's not the love about this Kansas team? A lot. Scrappy underdogs going into the season, upset after upset being ranked up. I think if it had a quarterback, they'd be in that college football playoff poll. I'm not gonna well, say they'd be top well, ten they or did, top But 15. then he got hurt. Yeah, so they would it. definitely be in they would definitely be in that college football playoff poll right now. I think they'd be one or two lost team right now. And this Kansas team has a lot to be proud of. I hope they get in a good bowl, not just some mediocre bowl like the Duke's Mayo, Mayo Bowl. Or it's going to depend on like where they, they finish in the Big 12 standings. That's the problem. They've lost a couple games already in the Big 12. So it really would f- depend on where they finish. Currently, they're only one game out of making the Big 12 championship. So if they win another game and a lot of chaos happens from the teams above them, they could be playing for a Big 12 championship. I highly doubt that happens with the way the Big 12 is and nothing yeah. makes sense there. I could see it happening. I do want TCU to eventually. Uh, it would be nice to see TCU win that Big Twelve championship, but I highly, I highly doubt they're going to fall. And I think Kansas eventually. I, I think Kansas. I think a good season for them would have been if they would have won four games. Yeah, I think I mean, that would have been a good season for. Kansas. I mean, you like to talk about gambling a lot, Johnson. Their over under for the season was two and a half wins, and oh, they yeah, got yeah, that yeah, immediately in week three. Week. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe Vegas is going to have to be a little bit more conservative now. Obviously, they didn't do their homework this year because this is just a monumental. I mean, listen, no one would have expected Kansas to do this. this is, that's a that's a basketball program. They've never – they haven't been a football program since 2007, 2008. They haven't done anything since then. And right, it's just seen a great story. Years, even though they've sucked over the last couple of years, at least they've been more competitive. Yeah, they've been a little bit better, but nothing too crazy. So the foundation was already there. I'm not going to yeah. say we were lighting the world on fire, but the the foundation was there for the last couple of seasons. Yeah, no, I mean, like, like you said, I mean, 
there's definitely something they were building towards, and this season it's all coming to you know full fruition. And now they're six and three in the year, and they have a very slim chance to make the post twelve championship. But with the way this chaotic season has gone, anything is possible at the current moment. So I think now it's t- it's good time to get into the playoff poll because you know they just came out you know uh, about an hour ago. Some big controversies coming into this week. Obviously, we had teams like Alabama and Clemson lose. And now teams like LSU and some of the Pac-12 schools are making a push to make the college football playoff. So, guys, when you look at this poll, what is the biggest thing that stands out to you? Well, that's a good question. I think TCU being four is the biggest thing that stands out to me. Um, yeah, I would tend to agree with that. Uh, I I don't I I expected TCU. They're still undefeated. I mean... I- I think okay, I should I should preface this saying going into this week I did not expect to see oh, TCU okay. at four. I was expecting Tennessee to be the fourth ranked team in the country. I didn't think they were going to drop in the five. I was hoping they would drop in the five, but I was expecting the committee to put them at four. So I was I pleasantly surprised to see that. I, I would actually probably say how far they dropped Clemson. I mean, yeah. granted they deserve it, but that to me that's. I think that's Six. the right spot. I agree, but like, I don't, I'm honestly, I think Clemson should be it. below Ole Miss. Uh, there are one loss. I don't think Ole Miss has a. The problem is uh, Ole Miss is kind of like a Clemson, where like they don't have a signature win right now. Anyone knows me in years past? Say, hey, I was the biggest supporter of Clemson, getting new, fresh faces in college football, being you know, break up the monotony of the SEC. But Clemson this year, I said, has not been good and. They don't have a good win this year. What, what's but, Clemson's best But win? you could say the same case for Ole Miss. That's the problem. But Ole Miss at least plays in a way better conference. They play in the ACC. I'm, no, I, I, the SEC. I but yeah, argument. still. I don't know. I agree yeah. with that argument, but like... Like realistically, on paper, what's their biggest win? Kentucky? Yeah, probably. It's not a good win. Kentucky's been really bad the last couple of weeks. What would Clemson's opinion, biggest win be? Syracuse? Is I'll try it, a is thing it on Wake paper. Forest? Is it Syracuse? It's probably Wake Forest or Syracuse. I mean, come on, man. I know. At the current moment, they're not. I know. At the current moment, they're both not ranked. NC State still technically ranked, so I guess it's NC State. What I'm going to say, though, is with the way the committee loves to suck off Clemson, I'm just surprised they dropped them as far as they. I, th- I think the committee's thinking is, is that Ole Miss is most likely not going to make the SEC championship. And yeah. Clemson still has that outside shot with the Aces because they're going to make the Aces championship no matter what. Most likely, yeah. they, they they would have to literally lose out to have for that to happen, and I'd they're not going to, to lose it. out. I'd love to see it. Though. Now that the listen, we I, most of us would like to see it. I just it's not going to happen. If you look at Clemson's schedule down the rest of the line of the season, it's pretty. I mean, they have two conference games left against Louisville and against Miami. Do I like either of those teams? No, Miami right now is horrible. Louisville has been. A, Okay, they haven't been great, but they don't realistically stand up to Clemson. And that's a road game for Louisville, so they don't really have a chance. The next three games are all home games for Clemson, so they're pretty much a lock to be in the ACC championship. Now, what I will say is we've seen North Carolina emerge, and they're really playing a lot better down the stretch of the season. Drake May has been an unbelievable asset for that team. If the Clemson was to lose another game, it would be the ACC championship game against North Carolina. But for Clemson, if you think about it, they still have an outside shot to make the college football playoff. They need a lot of the teams in front of them to lose, and they got to win the ACC championship game to even get there. 
I mean, yeah, Clemson obviously still has that outside shot. There's going to be a lot of chaos. I, again, I don't believe in the Pac-12. I, I don't think any of those teams are good there, but... Uh, one of them's going to be the... One of them's going to win the conference championship, and they're going to get a lot of consideration for the playoff. I know they are, and they're going to get absolutely mollywopped by Georgia or State or Michigan, whoever they get matched up against. It's kind of it's kind of like how the old Notre Dame narrative. You knew Notre Dame really realistically wasn't going to put up a fight, and then it happened anyway. They put them in there. Yeah, no, you're you're on the money with that. So. With with that being said, now we'll have to see what the playoffs are going to look. The playoff polls are going to look like next week. I don't hope. I mean, listen, I didn't think there would be this much chaos this past weekend, but I proved to be wrong. And you got to see what comes up this weekend. Let's go into the first game for this upcoming week. Alabama on the road taking on the Ole Miss Rebels. Alabama is a twelve point favorite in this game. Coming off that loss against LSU, they really need to get back on track and get a big win on the road. They have been struggling this season to get any type of road momentum. Uh, guys, what are your thoughts about the game? I think this is going to be a big bounce back for Alabama. I think they're going to be pissed off about losing in overtime. Uh, pretty much based, I think if that team game went into a couple overtimes and they went back and forth, Alabama would, would eventually snuck out of there with a win. Uh, but LSU with the... Call, play call of the century going for two kind of shut that idea sh- shut from the get-go. I think Alabama's a little pissed off about that, and they're going to take out their frustrations on, uh, on Ole Miss. Um, I, I'm kind of, uh, to be honest, I'm 50-50 on this game. Um, I'm still wasn't sold on Bryce Young, still not sold on Bryce Young, so I wouldn't be surprised if he goes out there and lays a dud. Um... But I mean, LSU's kind of. Oh, I'm sorry, not LSU. Ole Miss. Woo, brain work. Uh, Ole Miss has been a good team, but I I don't think they have the firepower to beat Bama. So it's going. I think it's going to be like a one score game. At the end of the day, I do, I have not been the biggest fan of Ole Miss this season. I said it when they played, you know, LSU. I wasn't a fan of them going into that game, and I had right purpose to think that because LSU absolutely annihilated them in that game. At the end of the day, I think it's going to happen in this game too. I think Alabama's going to go into Ole Miss, and they're going to stomp the Rebels. You, Like Johnson said, they're going to be very angry about how they lost that game against LSU, and they're going to put up a lot of points in this game. I love you know the 63.5. I think that's a great number. I think that's going to hit just because Alabama's defense has not been good this season. Ole Miss, you know... We know they have some star power on their offense, so they're going to be able to put up some points. And we know Alabama. We know how good their offense is. So there will definitely be points of plenty in this game. But the Tide, minus 12, I think that's a great lock. I think they're going to absolutely annihilate Ole Miss, get a big bounce-back win, and you know keep that slim kind of hope alive for any chance to make the playoff. Yeah, I think you said it perfect, and I agree with you a bit. I think this is going to be – I like the over in this game, even though the SEC usually plays pretty good defense. Six, That's a good number. If, honestly, if Alabama might put up 40 points, it wouldn't surprise me one bit. Yeah, I would not be surprised if Alabama puts up 40 points in this game. But I want to get into the next game, going into uh, some American <laughs> I know action. how much you guys love American football. Yeah, the AAC, uh, one of the – Greatest conferences of our generation, the AAC. We're going to have two powerhouse programs, the UCF Knights and the Tulane Green Wave. UCF at Tulane. Line is Tulane minus two. 
over under at 54 and a half. Nick, give me your analysis. Well, I'll just point out the fact that this is a great story for Tulane right now. They're 8-1 the season. They're currently now the 17th ranked team in the country. This is just a feel-good story of the year. And they're facing a UCF team that is, you know, currently ranked of the season. We know how they were a couple years ago. You know, a lot of people were believing that they should have been the college football playoff. And they had some really good, you know, te- you know, teams back then. Trying to get that kind of momentum going right now. They're not there just yet, but... They're starting to build some foundation with this team again, trying to make it look like the old days. Tough road game going into Tulane. Obviously, the Green Wave are 8-1 this season. They look really good. Like I said, they're a great feel-good story. I'm going to take UCF in this game. I, I wish I knew. I wish I've seen a little bit more football from both of these teams. I haven't really watched a lot of American football on the season. But from what I've seen in years past with UCF, I think they're just a, you know, a well- coach team and that they're going to be able to go onto the road get a big win against Tulane kind of stop the momentum but I can see a lot of points being scored in this game as well yeah I'm, I'm gonna go UCF I'm gonna disagree I'm, I think the Tulane green wave are gonna ride that wave to victory they're gonna beat UCF right, at home listen man I want to believe right now you guys want maximum chaos how about this how about Tulane winning out they beat a and Cincinnati winning out. They beat a nine-two Cincinnati team in the final week of the season. Every other conference implodes. I mean, I mean just it sounds like you implosion. want Tulane to be in the top ten to end the season. I do. I do want them to be in the top ten. That'd be That's hilarious. That would be absolutely. You're gonna say that you you you, you, you not like fun? No, you, I actually have respect a, for the. He's a West Virginia respect. fan. They don't know fun. Right, Nick, you're a Syracuse fan. Shut up. Six, six. At least we're at a bowl. So game. like, you're, you're, all right, you're, you're, all right. Let's 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 call yeah, it. You let, guys, let, you guys, let. both you guys don't like fun. Uh, I yes. want to see some chaos. Look. I want to see Tulane top ten. Is it going to happen? I, yeah, I want chaos, chaos too. But that's not. You know chaos. me, Johnny. That's For the NFL, I'm loving the chaos that's going on in that right now. If, if a, no, that, that's a disgrace. That's that's absolute anarchy. No, no, the season's been great. Listen, I would love for Tulane. If Tulane was a top ten team at the end of the season, no. I wouldn't care. That's just a great feel good story. I don't, I don't appreciate when. Uh, look, I think some group of five well, teams are definitely worthy. Like those UC. Yeah, but you act as if I, I know. You act as if they're going to make. I'm not. Johnny's not saying they're going to make the playoff. Oh, no. they're not going to may have a 0% chance to make the yeah, playoffs, but not. that would be absolutely hysterical if they made the college football play. If it's not, that would, would be the have, ultimate chaos. Oh, you would have to have every single team ahead of them just absolutely collapse over the next couple every of single which I am all for. Every single team above them would have to have like their facility like blown up or something uh, like in like that scenario. If you tell me right now I, there's a way for Tulane to get to the playoffs, I'm going to support, I'm going to support that. Uh, scenario 100%. Whatever needs to happen, I will support that. Well, going from one conference that Grayson really likes to a co- another conference that he really, really, really likes, North Carolina on the road to take on Wake Forest. Big ACC matchup. North Carolina currently undefeated in, in the ACC. Look like they're going to be the team to be facing Clemson in the ACC championship game. North Carolina is a road dog in this game, so Going to be interesting to see if Wake Forest can get some momentum back. They have been struggling as of late. Losers of two straight to Louisville and to NC State. Johnson, thoughts about this one? I think the bleeding stops now. I think Wake Forest uh, at home, 
gets the victory. It's not going to be easy. UNC is a very good football team, but I think Wake Forest eventually turns it around. I think this is where they turn it around. Can we just talk about the fact that the over-under for this game is 77.5? It should be a Big 12 game. Hey, listen, Mac Brown's a former Big 12 coach, so if he doesn't, if he knows anything, it's not playing defense. Yeah, We've no, seen him from North Carolina been, this year. Yeah, I mean, you've you know seen him from Wake Forest, too. Yeah. Wake Forest the American team over, over uh, well. ACC yeah. team. ACC team. Wow, you heard it here first. Is that's it? Really, that's really degenerate at this Pro- point. That's like maximum degeneracy. Honestly, probably a little bit. Yeah, I, I would but, say so. I'd venture to say that's pretty degenerate. Honestly, fuck the ACC. Um, the stadium, the blow. What do you got for this case? Since you love this conference so much, um, I'm probably going Wake Forest. All right, that's that's good. I'm really not confident with that. Oh God, you know what? I'm I'm going to go with Mac Brown as well. Nick. All right, so we have two people cheering. Not yeah, for it's North Carolina. One person cheering the, for yeah, fun. All right, just yeah, North Carolina. the The fact that North Carolina is a road dog is kind of disrespectful. They played a lot. They played really well the last couple of weeks. And Drake made, like I said, he's been unbelievable. Thirty one touchdowns, three picks. He's been a stud for this North Carolina team. Could make a late season push to be in the Heisman consideration, but it would take a lot for him to get to win it. But man, he has been unbelievable for North Carolina this season. All right, so let's go into our next game. Big Pac-12 action, Washington, 7-2 Washington on the road versus 8-1 Oregon. Spread is minus 13.5. Oregon, about a two-touchdown favorite, over under at 72.5. Uh, Nick, give me your thoughts. Uh, Oregon, no, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not a believer in this Washington team. I haven't been all season. I wasn't a fan of them when they played UCLA. Um, you know, they got a, a close win against Oregon State this past weekend. But Oregon has looked like a much better team since that embarrassing loss in week one to Georgia. They've had some really good games the last couple of weeks, excluding that game against UCLA in which they won 45-30. to The Ducks are going to put up a lot of points. And Bo Nix right now is in conversation for the Heisman. He's got to keep that momentum going right now. And I think the quarterback play in this game is going to be the big difference for Oregon winning over Washington. I like the Ducks a lot in this oh, one. Yeah, I think they're going to blow them out. Grayson, your thoughts? Okay. Um, I'm going to pick Oregon as well, but I want the record to show because I want chaos. I hope Washington goes there and beats Oregon by 30. <laughs> not going to happen, but I can dream. Probably not, yeah. No, it's definitely not going to happen, but he, that is my dream. I'm going to manifest the AAC making the college football playoffs, so that is my objective <laughs> next couple weeks. You just want to see Grayson get pain and suffering. Oh, I, shut I, up. I, I, I think it's I, I think it's revenge up. for UCF because they deserve to make the college football playoffs a couple of years ago. Oh uh, no! Nope. All right, l- 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 let's just let's just go to the next game before we start. Uh, before we start this, and it's a big SEC game too because right now LSU has got some momentum going and they really could make a run to the college football playoff if they went out. But a tough road test going into Arkansas to take on the Razorbacks. Arkansas has not really looked great this season. They're five and four on the year, coming off a loss against Liberty. Johnson, what do you think about this game? I think Arkansas is a paper tiger, no pun intended, right there. 
That's um, such cap. You were definitely punting him. I, listen, so. I thought about it before. I know they're playing the Tigers, but they're paper Tigers. Here's my logic. On offense, Arkansas's looked very good, but on defense, they've been horrendous, to say the least. And I don't think LSU is going to, even though this is a, you know, they're at home, it's I think LSU LSU's offense is going to be way too much for them to handle. Yeah, this this is a minus three favorites for LSU. They're on the road. I think that's I would hammer that. I don't know by how much they could win by, but I'd say about at least ten points. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna love with you. I'm gonna pick LSU, but I I'm not too confident because I feel like I'll, you gotta think about this. You get a monster win against Alabama. How do you go? How do you respond from that game? Are you gonna like look back on it and say like, man, we really just beat Alabama. We might make the college football playoff this season. They've beaten two straight top 10 teams in the last two games. Now you're going into Arkansas. This is a trap game, to say the least. I'm not too confident picking LSU. I'm going to take them by default. But I really could see them going into Fayetteville and losing this game. Because, like I said, they have the, they're have they pretty much playing with some house money in which if they win out, they're in a great position to play in the SEC Championship 1. And then if they knock off Georgia, they could be in the college football playoff. But like I said, I don't really think... I really don't like them in this game, but I'm going to take them by default. But, man, it's it's a tough one, to say the least. And then hey, you go to the Big 12. I mean, this is another big one. Kansas State and Baylor. You got to think about this. Go ahead, Jots. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. Kansas State and Baylor. Kansas State and Baylor. This is going to be a very interesting matchup. I don't know who I'd want to take here. If this was a couple of weeks ago, I would say, oh, Baylor has a big win. Let's go with him. But then I'd probably wake up and I was probably just um, dreaming. So I'm, I'm going to hammer Kansas Baylor, State here. But I feel like this game is going to go and go over time. Overtime. Overtime. Hmm. See. So. I don't believe in Baylor. I think the two Jekyll and Hyde. Yep, that's the issue I'm having. I see. I see. I feel. I feel the same way about Kansas State. That's the problem. But Kansas State has better wins than Baylor does. I, uh, no, I, I I agree with that. I will say I do like the over in this game. Oh, I think yeah, both well, teams are going to score. Yeah, I mean, of course I love the over, right? I mean, I, would I be? I I'd be a heathen to not like the over in a Big Twelve game. I mean, K-State in conference lost to TCU, which they're in the hunt for a national championship right now. Yeah, And, and they, they lost to Texas. Texas. So, I mean, on oh, paper, no. that's not bad. Well, you, Baylor has uh, some pretty horrendous losses offense, like, against West Virginia. No, no, take full offense. There's no, there's no no offense at this rate because, the, uh, yeah. They, they, I think, I think it's not, been proven now that they are the worst team no, in the Big 12. No, I'm not doing it to myself. I'm not... Just don't, just don't even bother. We're not, we're not doing a third straight week of ranting because we, we know how, we already know your feelings of West Virginia. A bunch of sources was that Neil Brown was going to get fired on Monday, and now we're on Tuesday, and he's still fucking coaching this goddamn team. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I had to, t- I had to tell you he's not getting fired until the end of the season. Yep. And get ready for a three and nine year from the West Virginia Mountaineers. Um, when it comes to this game, though, this is a, the way the Big Twelve is. Like you said, it's just been utter chaos. I don't know who the I I understand why Kansas State is the underdog in this game because one week they look really good, you know, that blowout against Oklahoma State, and then the next week, you know, they just lose. I mean, listen, Texas is not a bad loss at all, not per se, 
They have their two losses have definitely been better than the two losses the Baylor have. I'm gonna pick Kansas State to win, but there's another game where I don't really like the team I'm picking. I really could see Baylor winning just because of how bad the Big Twelve has been. Interesting take there, and to our final and probably one <laughs> interesting take there. Interesting take there. Yeah, to, I know, I know. I want to summarize our picks with probably the biggest game of the week: TCU versus Texas, the battle for the great state of Texas. Who is the best team in the state of Texas? I think it's TCU. Uh, I guess to kind of mull over the numbers. TCU obviously ranked seven in the AP poll, but that's kind of irrelevant at this point. Texas now they're right, four. and they're right. Well, TCU now number four in the country in the in the college football playoff. Yeah, that, that's the poll that matter that matters. That matters the most. Uh, Texas actually seven point favorites, so TCU seven point dog in this on the road going into uh, into Austin over under at sixty five. I still like TCU um, here. I don't care. I'm if actually Texas taking Texas. Favorite Texas here. I'm still gonna take TCU every time so far this season. Um, I hate it because I'd like to see. Uh, they have. I agree with you on that. In the college football playoff, but you know what? The way Texas has been, I think they win this game. I think they cover on top of that. Um, but uh, at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised because of how Jekyll and Hyde this team is if TCU goes out there and stomps them. Well, my thoughts about this game is, is that I like Texas for the sole factor of Bijan Robinson. I think if Texas does what they did last week and just gives Bijan the ball, they're pretty much in line to win this game. Now, Kansas State, no, I'm sorry, Kansas State, TCU, they can run the ball as well as Texas can too. So this is going to be a game where you can see both running backs having monster games. But TCU does have the advantage of quarterback. Max Duggan has been better this season than Quinn Ewers. I like Texas due to the fact that it's a home game for the Longhorns. College game day is going to be there, so it's going to be a monster atmosphere for this game. And I just don't think TCU has really played that type of atmosphere this season. Their best road win was probably that win at Kansas. Other than that, their other road win was against West Virginia. And no offense, uh, well, full offense, mate, realistically. West Virginia hasn't been good this season, so TCU really hasn't faced that big of a road factor. This is their toughest road test by far. I don't know if they're going to be really realistically ready to play a game like this against a hostile Texas, you know, fan base. And we saw how big they were in that game against Alabama. They played a big factor into Texas staying alive in that game at the end of the day. So I'm going to take Texas, but I will say I don't think by seven. I think this could be a, a last second field goal win for the Longhorns. All right, that's an interesting take. So we got two for Texas, one for TCU. A lot of uh, a lot of going back and forth. It's gonna be interesting. This interesting to see how this all pans out, Bill. And I, I'm sure next week is gonna be even crazier than this week. Yeah, no, the way this chaotic season has gone, you're absolutely right. It, I, I, like you said, chaos is fun, and I'm sure we'll see something chaotic this coming weekend. But that is gonna do it for our college football talk here on the All Gas No Break Show. A great college football weekend once again. We'll have to see what happens next week and what, you know, shakeup will have in the college football playoff poll. Once again, I am Nicholas Pavona, joined alongside Andrew Johnson and Grayson Sheepy G. Marino with the All Gas No Break Sports Show.